Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. In these potty streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go wherever your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? This is Nathan McFly of the 20 by 20 podcast. And this is the second episode of the Chop Shop. You already know what it is. We're over here with Manny Motadi and Jay, also known as the Curtain Call Kids. What's going on, guys? Very good. Hey, very what's good. Up? What's up? How you guys doing? Good, good, man. I'm, I'm glad to have you guys on the show. I mean, you guys... Uh, even though I don't know if anybody's told you this, but very instrumental on in the way everybody looks at pro wrestling nowadays because uh, a very, right. very special thing happened 25 years ago today. But before we get into all that, please introduce yourselves. And yeah. <laughs> well, my name is Manny Motati. Obviously one of the guys that helped film the current call with Jason Cosme. He's um, a lifelong wrestling fan since 1986-87. I'm also known as the Iron Sheik YouTube guy to help him get his fame back to where it was. Nice. So we claim it. So uh, that's it. Uh, and I'm still a wrestling fan to this day. Awesome. Very cool, very cool. Uh, yeah, I'm also. I also go back to the '80s when I first started to watch wrestling. I would say about '87, uh, right around like WrestleMania three. Uh, became a Hulkamaniac fan, you know, throughout the '90s, and uh, yeah, just a uh, hardcore wrestling fan. Uh, back from the '80s, '90s, 2000s. Not so much today. I don't follow the the product today. But uh, you know, I do occasionally. I'll check in from time to time, see uh, which um, you know what what old timer is coming back. You know, for the Raw reunion that they seem to have like you know almost every month or something. But um, I'll check those out. But um, yeah, that that's kind of kind of my my wrestling story. Thanks thanks for having us. Oh, definitely. Really appreciate it. And um, where where you where are you guys from? Because you know, you guys were at Madison Square Garden. I'm pretty sure you're within the five boroughs. Yeah, we're both from Long Island, New York, Babylon to be specific. And uh, we used to go to the Garden and uh, ask Coliseum shows all the time, and other states as well. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, we did. We went to a few WrestleManias as well. Oh, and which one was uh, your favorite mania? Looking back on it now, I would say. I mean, it has to be the first, which a lot of people say was the worst. <laughs> WrestleMania 11, uh, Hartford, oh, Connecticut. That was terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I guess that, that that was a house show, Jay. Yeah, it was a, a glorified house show, but um, yeah, I don't know. It was just something cool to be at a at a, a very first pay per view, at least for me, um, you know. But um, yeah. What about you, Manny? Uh, I would say 14 was good. And then the one I went uh, a couple of years ago, 33 in Texas, I think it was, or 34, whatever it was. So, and then uh, Connecticut was, you know, obviously 11, 14. And those are the only three I went to. 
Got you. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, now with us being 25 years from the day of the curtain call, how do you guys feel? You know, everybody's seen the video that you guys recorded. Like it's, it's part of pro wrestling history. Like you guys are going to go down in history as the people who recorded a moment in time where it changed the game forever. So looking back on it 25 years later, like what do you guys think about that uh, that time in history? Um, it really never blew up until years, years, years later, even though it aired on October 97 of Raw. Yeah. It still battle. never blew. Correct. And it, it still never gained its popularity until like years, years, many years later until it started becoming uh, seen on all these Triple H DVDs, Shawn Michaels DVDs, and that's like in the late 2000s and, you know, 2010, 2011, and that's when it all kind of blew up as the curtain called. Um, and honestly, all the stuff where, you know, it changed professional wrestling as far as attitude, era goes, um, Stone Cold comes in and changing professional wrestling. It's like, we never heard of anything like that until like, just like, few years ago until everybody starts telling us that like okay that's cool yeah yeah I, I agree with what Manny said I mean we we knew at the time it was um it was something uh special but we didn't know the 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 widespread magnitude how big it it became until years later we you know we saw it on raw it leaked it was leaked on raw and then uh found its way on like uh you know, like the RF video type, type uh, magazines, you know, those types of uh, tape traders where they were just selling it. And then it just, and then it found its way onto the WWE uh, DVDs and documentaries. Um, I think the first time I saw it on it was the, uh, the Monday Night War DVD. I think that was around 2004. It may have been on other sort of documentaries of certain, certain rustlers, but uh that's when, and then it just obviously, as the internet became uh, more popular, it just you know, it just it like man, I said, it just it just blew up. It just became viral. I mean, that's probably the most watched uh, bootleg <laughs> video, <laughs> wrestling bootleg in 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 history. If you if you kind of think about it, I mean, um, I'm sure we'll get more into it. But a lot of the bootlegs before that that I had my hands on, that many were just garbage. I mean, it was just crap. You know, the, some of the shows were cool, um, but just the quality was just crap, you know, due to tape traders and generation loss. Um, but, you know, diff it was just a different different time back then. There was no internet where, you know, people would just upload a video and it would just go viral in, in literally seconds. Yeah. Um, it just, it needed to, to make its rounds. It just took so much time. It was almost like, you know, did that really happen? Cause they didn't publish it in like newspapers or they didn't publish it in um, I don't believe like magazines or anything, probably just the, the dirt sheets, you know, um, and not even really the websites, the well-known uh, websites in those mid nineties. I mean, I think Manny had like one of the first uh, wrestling uh, websites, like insider websites through like uh, X band. <laughs> you know that's going oh, back yeah. you know yeah that is going back <laughs> definitely uh but like like you guys were just saying right now when it was 
put on to that episode of Raw in 97 after after Bad Blood, coming off of that match with Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. And you could tell that, like, Shawn and Hunter were doing whatever they wanted at the moment just to piss Vince off. What – I'm pretty sure you guys were watching Raw that night. What was oh, – yeah. what were you guys thinking? Like, you see something that you film on national television. Like, what, what was the thought? Like, are you thinking, like, how did they get it or – did they get it from you guys? I mean, I'm not sure. Um, well, I was kind of, um, I was kind of um, surprised, you know, surprised, shocked, and in, in a ways pissed off, you know. That was our video. That was that was our moment, and it just it just showed us how how far uh, it it you know it became through the tape traders, and it just it, it, how you know who how it got to, uh, Shawn Michaels, you know, um, which we kind of have a feel, we kind of, kind of know the, uh, how it kind of made its way through that, but, you know, through the right channels. But, um, um, yeah, I mean, and, and I remember calling Manny that night. Uh, it's also kind of co- coincidental if, if I'm not mistaken, that same night on, on Nitro, uh, I think one of the Nitro girls had a slip. Is that correct? <laughs> Manny, wow, do you remember I gotta... that? <laughs> I, I don't. My mind was messed up that night from our tape being stolen, basically. And, and I never even talked about the current call for years after that. I pretend like I had nothing to do with it because it bothered me so much how it got leaked like that. And and what, what, what bothered me besides the fact that it aired that night, they took our voices out. And what bothered me even more was that I was like, wow. Why is their quality so bad compared to ours? It's because it's been copied over and over and over, and and it was just terrible. I'm like, their copy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I mean, it's it's something you know very telling. You know what I mean? Because damn, like all he had to do was actually research who has that tape. Because I'm pretty sure, you know, there's probably like ten thousand people at the Garden watching that match. You know, around that time, they were really you know, struggling to sell the, the house shows, even in, even in a New York market, like Madison Square Garden. And for them just to like, you know, go about the rounds just to get a, a fuzzy, a fuzzy copy of something they pro- probably would have gotten originally from you guys if they would have just reached out. So I, I could understand um, you being mad. And like you said, uh, with the current call, you didn't know the magnitude until years later. And now when we look back, on it, we see that without that, you know, Triple H wouldn't have gotten buried, as they would say, because he was supposed to win King of the Ring that year. Didn't win it. Now we have the birth of Austin 316. Now we have like the right. real birth of the Attitude Era, where Vince McMahon is just letting it all fly, because if not, he's going down. Of so, course. You know, like, knowing all that now, uh, how do you feel about filming what you guys filmed because you know a lot of people say that you guys killed kayfabe that and i i just feel like it's it's bullshit to be honest with you because there was like i said there was ten thousand other people there that fucking seen this shit and i'm pretty sure at least two two to three thousand of the motherfuckers was trying to go and talk to dave Meltzer about the shit afterwards so like what what is your like what's your take on like you know like i guess like the the positive and negative feedback on on the tape itself. Well, 
honestly, the positive feedback has been amazing from all fans from all over the world. The way I look at it, it's like, I feel like what happened at the current call, even with the video or without the video, I think Stone Cold's career would have still happened. I think Triple H's career would have still happened, which it did. Um, it was just the video that people want to say made it happen, which is cool. I'll accept that, but it, I've never thought of it that way. I just thought it was breaking character and breaking kayfabe. But if you look at it, let's say if this was done in the 60s and 70s, if me and Jason snuck in the camera during those days, not only would it we would have been hated by the promoters, we would have been hated by the fans, we would have probably gotten death threats back then. But the right. fact that it happened in the 90s, it was cool. So now we're just like loved by everybody, even though they say we helped kill the business or helped kill K-Babe or breaking it. But now everybody loves us. It's crazy. <laughs> just the timing was right. Yeah, definitely. Jay, your thoughts? Yeah. Um, no, you know, I, I, I read a lot of the, the misconceptions online. Um, I mean, the, the event or the moment happened, regardless whether we taped it or not. So um, the fact that we were there that night and we, we captured it, it didn't make its rounds until probably months, uh, almost a year later, because um, you got to remember King of the Ring happened just a few weeks after May 19th. Yes. You know, so nobody knew that there was there was a, a tape out there. Um, Absolutely. I mean, me and Manny kept it to ourselves and we were very hesitant to give our friends copies. Um, and we made we made a mistake and we gave it to um, uh, a dirt sheet writer. Oh. Let's, let, let's be honest. Let's be honest. I made the mistake because I was bad. <laughs> and I gave it to this dirt sheet writer. And <laughs> that's and, how it happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was he was. Um, I guess I, I don't want to I don't want to use the word. Um, Can we get a name? Let's call him Bob. Let's call him Bob. All right. Let's call him Bob. All right. All right. I'm not gonna um, press way it. To not... <laughs> way to hide things, Jay. Yeah, I'm not gonna press it. I'm not gonna press it. <laughs> um. So, you know, we we were close with him because you know we were fans. You got to remember, we were we were you know, we were teenagers, sixteen, seventeen, whatever. And we were big into into wrestling in in the '90s wrestling and and how how it was how black black and white it was you know it was it was very even though there was oh I think uh I think you're muted oh what happened here. Can't hear you guys. You guys are still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool, cool. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What were you saying? I'm so sorry. That's all good. Um, yeah, just as I was saying, you know, we were big fans in, in during that era, the mid nineties, and and we just became uh, friends with him. He he had his, you know, news his um his uh newsletter and you know he was I guess we were kind of maybe fascinated is a word. I don't know. Maybe that's too much, but cause he was, he kind of drove the wrestlers around. He was like a, I, I don't know what his exact role was, but he would, 
He it was a hidden role that we never knew, but we like <laughs> idolized it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and um, we thought that was cool. You know, he would tell us he was with Sunny one minute, and we're like, "Wow, you you are with Sunny." You know, she's like, "Oh my God, she's like up on a on a different level for us." You know, yeah. and he'd say not, like, "Not now, trying... not now." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I I agree with that. <laughs> um, not the felon that she is now. <laughs> <laughs> um. But anyway, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, and, you know, we were just so fascinated with the stories he he told us and and he would always like, you know, be at the events that we were at and he'd come he'd come sit with us. And, you know, so we thought that was cool. So, um, you know, we 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 gave him a, a copy and and of course, because of he knew so many people and, you know, he probably had a big mouth and he told, hey, I, I got. You know, I got a video of that night um, and then he gave it to, you know, whoever he gave it to. And then some of them know some of the rustlers and then, you know, and then there you go. But uh, he, he did tell us and I, I don't know if Manny remembers that he at first I think we, we told him that, you know, he's like, you know, you guys weren't the only ones that night who had a camera. <laughs> That's great. It's, and, it's, I'm sorry. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, because every. Every shot of that night is the same shot. Correct. There's nothing Correct. different. I mean, I don't. I don't know whose voice it was. Was it? Was it Manny or Jay? Uh, Can let like, me clear oh this. Oh my god! That's Let's Manny. clear this up. <laughs> this is the best part because everybody thinks I was the guy that filmed the footage, but no, it was Jason. He's the real curtain call kid. He's that's his camera. I was just tagging along for the ride because you know I love wrestling as much as he did. So we would always go to the shows and always film them together. But it was him with the camera, him with the shake, shaky craziness and the, and the voice. And I was the annoying, annoying Mark. I but that's say. what made the video so great. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like the, that's it what made just, it that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep, I'm sorry for interrupting. Go. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that that that's what made it so great. Is that Manny's reaction, that fan raw reaction. That is what made it so, so great. And, and I mean, you know, you just can't, it's like, you can't have one without the other. Like if the video was in silence, it just wouldn't be the same, you know, but you needed to have that, that fan reaction. And, and there it was, man. He was, was that, was that guy, you know, No, I was... he knew that he knew the insider stuff too. <laughs> calling the, you know, <laughs> he said, get the hell out of here. Go to WCW. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I should because, you know, having a, 1-800 wrestling hotline at the time you know you had to know everything you know what's definitely. going on definitely uh no but like like you said man it's just that genuine fan reaction and that's something that we've been missing from the product recently as you can see with the piping noises and it's not only because they're in the thunderdome or they're in an empty arena or anything it, it was happening with raw and smackdown before we even got into the pandemic era so that that genuine just feel of the fans and and at the moment, not really knowing what the fuck is going on, you know, like right. they cannot believe that it's a heel, that it's a face, and they're hugging and they're kissing, and then like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on? Right. That that mind fuck right there, like it's just amazing, you know. Yeah. But um, uh, there was a question I wanted to ask. All right, so now that you know the biography of Shawn Michaels is coming out, they're showing what I presume is the real copy of the current call 
Is that is that what they're showing in the biography? In the A&E? Yeah, but but it's it's still copied a few times over. Okay. Even though it's you know it's speaking of the original tape or however you want to call it, I do have something next to me that this has never been seen before because A&E didn't show it on their biography. So I may have just have to pull it out and show uh, it to okay, you. Can okay. we get it? Because I'm going to probably screenshot this. <laughs> and, and, the, and the greatest part of this is, you know, we've done so many podcasts and we got so many more coming up and I just randomly decided to show it on this one for whatever reason. I don't know why. Thank you very much. But, <laughs> truly appreciate it. <laughs> Let's see. There we go. And here we go. Wow. That and is the, look at that, the, the sacred... curtain call tape. And yep. I and those were the exact, I think that's a Maxwell vid. Yes, it's a Maxwell VHS <laughs> tape. Those are the ones I used to buy for like, I think it was like a pack for like five ninety nine. Yes. At uh, mm -hmm. Caldor. Remember Caldor? Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> wow. As you can see here, it shows, we didn't know it was obviously called the curtain call. So yes. I just wrote down MSG bootleg or MSG boot, the real click, May 19th, 1996. This obviously it was called months later, farewell to the click and other names. It was never called the current call, so yeah. I couldn't write that down. Yeah. And uh obviously I had to pull the tab off of so course. it couldn't be recorded over. Yeah. And this tape, this tape right here, you know, with all this original stickers from magazines. Yes. This tape has only been viewed three times to protect its quality. Wow. And all that's all thanks to Jay because he, he did this for me. That's a beautiful. Listen, that's a beautiful <laughs> gift right there. If that if that's not yeah. a friend, I don't know what a friend is then. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, tw I think we've known each other for 27, 28 years now. Wow. I mean, yep. My guys that you know, I started doing this podcast with, and uh, who one of them I still do it with now. I mean, we known each other since middle school, you know, mm -hmm. and that's that's going back like you guys said, like 20, 25 years, you know what I mean? I was watching wrestling, just talking about it, being such fans. And uh, I, I I definitely get the relationship, man. It's an, it's an amazing thing. Uh, what was it like actually meeting the clique? Like, what was it like talking to them, them knowing that, you know, you guys filmed it? Like, it did, but did they have any questions for you guys on why you did it or? Yeah, they, like, they, they, they basically arrested, yeah, they arrested us. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. You didn't see the video? There's a. It's on YouTube. Yeah, they 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 arrest they mocked arrested us, they and we didn't know what the hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we didn't know what the hell was going on. Uh, but I kind of knew they were up to something. They um, ribbed you. They ribbed you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh, we were interviewed for the uh, the Click DVD uh, five years ago, I believe it was, and um, unfortunately, Manny had uh, we weren't able to get together. Uh, they weren't going to fly me up to to uh, Connecticut, but Manny was able to get to the uh, WWE uh, studios, which was really nice. I'm real jealous. I wish I went. Um, but they filmed me down here in SmackDown. I mean, I was able to go backstage. Uh, you know, for SmackDown, they were able to interview me separately. But um, so anyway, so uh, after, you know, after all that, the DVD came out and we thought we were pretty much 
kind of kind of done at that point, you know. Um, Absolutely. They, uh, you know, we because uh, I live down in Florida, Maine's in New York. He said, "Hey, why don't you come up to um, uh, come up to Raw, uh, Brooklyn, uh, right after SummerSlam?" Uh, of that was in ninety. I'm not ninety. Uh, was it no, two thousand and uh, uh, that was twenty. If I'm not mistaken, maybe 2018? 15. What? No, 2015. Yes. Is that is that when uh is that when Stone Cold came back or no? That's when Sting came back. Which Sting, Sting pretty okay. Much, yeah. Okay. Okay. Which no, pretty no. much yeah, almost ruined <laughs> which almost ruined our meeting with uh the click because Sting actually had an entrance. We were in the front row, our well, our tickets were, and we were obviously allowed backstage, but there was an issue at the security with our tickets because of the fact that Sting's entrance had to knock off a couple of rows of the seats, which we were in. So it took us like 10 minutes just to go backstage. And the whole thing could have never happened. The whole video with us getting arrested, the whole YouTube thing with meeting the click would have never happened. But luckily we were there. We were a little late, but it was because of this whole Sting return. It's, <laughs> you know, So as soon as we go backstage, we didn't have time to prep anything. We didn't have to talk. Okay, what are we doing? As soon as we walk, Jason says to my ear, you know, there's a camera behind us. I'm like, all right, just go with it. And as soon as we walk up, I'm, we're tired, we're sweating, we're running upstairs. <laughs> and they're like, okay, shoot. And right away, the camera's on us and we have to talk. And I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about because I wasn't even ready for that. You know, I thought yeah. we were just going to meet meet Hunter, shake his hand and goodbye. <laughs> that's what we were. Yeah, that's what we were told. We were supposed to be just a meet and greet with Hunter. Uh, and they told us to be there, you know, at a certain time, which we were. And then the guy, the guy, the producer was, was texting us, you know, Hey, where are you guys? And we're like, we're online. We're trying to get in. Then we, we you know, like Manny said, with, with the whole ticket thing, they said, Hey, uh, we thought we had bootleg tickets. You know, we thought yeah. they were fake tickets. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, no, you have to go over by the, uh, the ticket booth. And Manny's like, what, what the hell is going on? You know? And uh, so then they told us, yeah, we, we had to reassign your seat. So they gave us, they gave us new seats and um and then we we got in the producer met us and you could tell they were on like a schedule and then yeah we we, we went backstage there was a camera i knew something was up <laughs> because i saw in the distance i saw i saw hunter um a triple h uh, uh razor and uh sean waltman and they were all kind of like you know just kind of uh yeah. They were, hidden, they were hidden. Yeah, they were hidden. Oh, in the yeah. corner. We saw them from, we saw some, we knew something was up because they were hidden in the corner and we you saw them as soon as the cameras were on. So like, we knew they were going to come out at some time. All right. Yeah. So that, that's the only thing that was planned. Other than that, everything was, was a shoot. You know, there was no, yeah. there was no work. It was not work shoot. It was not a work. It was a complete shoot the whole time. <laughs> and, and then they, they um, started asking us questions. We weren't, we weren't prepared for like any interviews or anything. They're like, what do you guys what do you guys do? And we're like, didn't we go through this already? Like, you know, and, uh, you know, like we were interviewed already, yes. like, what's this about? And then, and then, you know, cameras rolling and then they started coming in and, and, um, and then he's like, Oh, so you're the guys who filmed the, the, uh, the, you know, the event that night. And we're like, yeah, he's like, do you know that you're, this is triple H talking. He's like, you know, you're not, uh, you know, in the beginning they have a disclaimer, you're not supposed to, re uh, record events, you know, and, and then, and then all of a sudden, I think he said a few more things. And then it's, then the then two policemen showed up. NYPD came, and he's like, uh, and they started cuffing us. No. They started handcuffing us. 
But like, and, uh, the statues of limitation. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, and he's the Triple H, like, get out of here, you know. And then, and then, uh, and then, what uh, Razor was like, he's like, he made a comment about the uh, the network. He's like, oh, it's only nine ninety nine or something. <laughs> and then, uh, so we walked, we walked, we were walking away. And then he's like, all right, bring them back, you know. And and then, uh, then they were interviewing us, and you know, we had a camera. The whole thing was 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 taped. And then the, and they the funny, lost the keys to my lost, cups. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! No, they did. So while, while I'm doing the whole interview, your cuff. That, that's why your hands. Are, <laughs> <laughs> that's why your hands are behind your back. Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, that was that was great. That was great because it was shown on. Uh, they put it on the website, you know. Uh, it was on the, the www.com. So, and it got. I think we just said it said you. Um, um was posted on Triple H Triple H's Twitter page or something and he he um uh he copied you Manny or something or he tagged or hashtagged you or something. Yeah we were both on it yeah where yeah. he took the picture of us did they did they ask you guys anything like off camera like anything about the tape or like the moment or anything like that or it was just whatever was on camera and then it was like done. No honestly they didn't they were just appreciative they sent it you know, they, everything about that night, they were happy that we shot. They were like, oh, you know, it's, you know, we have the full um, episode that aired on YouTube, even though it's, you'll see it's like three minutes and 30 minutes long. I have the original and Jay has the original because they sent it to us. It's like 15 minutes long of us conversating backstage yeah. and all that, just going through everything. He's like, you know, even though it was illegal, it was fine. You know, <laughs> a lot of stuff I don't remember, but yeah, we, we still have, Maybe one day we'll air that, but I don't know. Well, maybe one day you guys will be on a was it a that, that treasure show they have after afterwards on the biography. Like, like we need this tape. This tape yeah. is worth fifteen thousand dollars or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, hey, they're gonna probably come knocking on your door for that one. And you know, it's that's not crazy to think of because you know that treasure show. What they're aiming for is for a physical museum yeah. eventually in a few years, which would be nice. So. Yeah. Hey, you never know. I mean, hey, we have one for, you know, MLB, NBA, NHL, uh, and NFL, too. We have it all, you know. Pro wrestling, pro wrestling is just as big as you can see yes. through social media, through just views on YouTube, and just TV in itself, you know. Like, everybody is, is starving for ratings, and, you know, pro wrestling is here to stay so far. So I could definitely, definitely see that. And, um, you know, you guys are etched in history, man. Uh, everybody's going to remember you guys for the curtain call. I mean, of course, some will say, like we said earlier, you know, killed kayfabe, which we, uh, us three here could say that's, that's total bullshit. Because at the end we'll of the day... We'll take that, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, at the end of the day, man, uh, you know, it, it was it was bound to happen, especially with the stuff they were doing in WCW. Having, having people come out to their real names and people, you know, call out WWF at the moment for what they were doing with stuff. You know, it was it was bound to happen. Uh, you know, the veil is over the head, but it's up to, I think, the the viewer on how they, you know, how the wrestling is portrayed to them. You know, so uh, before we go off, uh, I just wanted to ask, what do, you, what do you guys think of the product now in comparison to, I guess, like, the era that we loved, you know, the nineties, early two thousands and stuff like that. Well, I love the, um, 
the golden era because the characters meant so much, the pay-per-views meant so much, the title belts meant so much. I like the new generation era, which is not liked by many of the fans. I like the 95, 96 Shawn Michaels, Diesel, and all the other characters era. The Attitude Era, you've got obviously everybody loves. Then a little bit after that, I still watched, but I stopped watching probably about a year ago with the pandemic. I, I don't like the piped in uh, people, the piped in crowd, what, what you have to do, what you don't have to do. Um, I try to keep up, but it, it's with my time and everything, it's, it's, it's hard to. a little to. too much, yeah, right? Yeah. And what about you, Jay? Yeah, no, I don't I don't follow the, the, the product today. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll read about it online. Like if somebody's going to come back from the past, I'll, I'll tune in, you know, um, I'll, I'll check it out. But like Manny said, the, the, you know, our, our heyday was back in the eighties and nineties, you know, the, the golden era, the new, the new generation era. Um, that just seemed like that's where I think Russell needs to go back to. Um, I mean, if you want to get fans invested in, in the product, you need to have attractions. You need to have, and I know the gimmicks. People laugh at the gimmicks, but the gimmicks, if done right, they they work. Yes. You know, they they work. Um, you need to have the the superstars that are larger than life. You can't have everybody looking like your average Joe. You know, it, it just doesn't it just doesn't seem like. No, not in the entertainment business. No way. Right. You know, it's. You know, I think back to the, the larger than life characters like Hogan, the Warrior, Andre, you know, um, you know, the, te- the Legion of Doom demolition. I mean, I can go on and on those 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 guys, even the, the ones that were just good wrestlers. They had gimmicks. Yeah, they had exactly. gimmicks. They just and you know what? It's like I just feel that when I watch the product, the interviews are so. They're so scripted. It's like you can just predict the way that the camera angle is going to be, the 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 type of uh, the type of interviews, how how they're just they're 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 just scripted out. It's just it's like it's been done so many times and rehashed. It's like I'm just not invested in in, in watching that. You know, I think less is better. Um, you know, I think I think less less is better. At least you know what drew me to watch it back then, even though I was a kid, was just it just seems so simplified i don't know just you know maybe the internet changed all that it was and you know it's nice to have one pay-per-view a month something to look forward to and back in the day in the late 80s it was nice because every character actually meant something whether they were they're the middle of the card they were the lower card they were jobbers or they were the main eventer they actually had a character that actually meant something it, it, every part of their character and whatever they did we actually remember to this day because not everything was rushed pushed and you know there's no constant heel turns constant face turns all the time like there is in the last decade you know it's like back then it meant something i didn't mind having diesel or Shawn michaels being champion for a year without it changing i thought that was cool it meant something right. to the belts no yeah it did you know uh those long title runs meant something because, you know, you're like, oh, he's champion, so we're going to see him here for a while. Let's see who he's going to face. And like you said, like the characters and the gimmicks, those mean something. Like that's what's entertaining for the crowd. And now, you know, you don't see too many of the talent actually go full into their gimmick and embrace their character and be who they say they are. And like even through social media, like I feel like social media should have been 
that gateway for them to show people their character. But a lot, you know, a lot of talent, you know, they show their themselves. You know, they show themselves 24-7. So it's hard to kind of like navigate from who you really are to who you're supposed to portray on TV. Right. And I think that's a, you know, that's a break within um within the role of professional wrestling nowadays. I feel that, you know, social media kind of killed it a little bit. Maybe they could have, well, it, they killed it because, you know, they helped it. They helped, they helped it, you know, like <laughs> right. if they would have used social media in order to enhance their characters, I think everything would have been uh pretty, pretty, pretty fucking cool. And then, you know, the fans don't help either because nowadays the fans are so, so nosy about everything. They want to know everything before it happens. It's like, come on, just let it play out on TV and see what happens. Yeah, I, I agree. I you agree. Know? I mean, back back when we watched, um, you didn't really know what was happening unless you had a hotline or, or a newsletter, you know? Exactly. And sometimes that was even wrong, you know? Um, <laughs> very, very true. Very true. Yeah. yeah. But uh, thank you guys for being on the show. Uh, I truly appreciate it. If you guys want to drop any uh, any social media handles, uh, anywhere anybody could uh, follow you guys, now's the time. Hey, thanks I for have, having uh, us. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I have Facebook, Manny Motadi, M-A-N-I-M-O-H-T-A-D-I, or Instagram, WWE Curtain Call Kid. Awesome, awesome. Once again, thank you guys for being on the show. And this was episode two of the Chop Shop 20 by 20 podcast. We got Manny Mohadi here and Jay, the Curtain Call Kids. It's too sweet. Thank you once again. Thank you, Nathan. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, Take care, Nathan. guys. Take care. What? It's the 2020 podcast.